Well, welcome to the Empower Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and ultimately empowers you to influence people and transform cities. Enjoy the message. Hey, welcome to everyone joining us online this morning. Great to have you with us. And I uh, hope you're vocal on the chat with your, with your thumbs, your typing, uh, which is great. But say hello to each other. Be connected there as well, uh, which is awesome. And uh, I just want to celebrate something this week just for our, our youth ministry empire. We've been trying to uh, get back into one of our local high schools for 18 months. And, uh, and we've, uh, we, we do pancake breakfast. Uh, we have been doing breakfast for coming on 18 years. 17, 18 years in our local high schools. And uh, we, we got back into Calandra Christian College really quickly this year in term one. Uh, term two, we got back into Calandra um, High, uh, which has been awesome last term. But I just want to celebrate just this week, we got back into Meriden College, uh, which is awesome. Able to get back in and serve students there. And, uh, and I just love that, that we're back in there. I love that we're, uh, you know, uh, every week on Thursday night, we're in the University of the Sunshine Coast with our Red Frog crew as well and uh, doing an amazing job. And I, I wanted to let you know that that is something that we can celebrate. Every, every Friday night, our teenagers are here worshiping Jesus. Teenagers are getting saved every week. Um, you may not be there or see it, but it's a part of who we are as Empower Church. And uh, I just love that we've been able to go. And, and our, our miracle offering, part of our miracle offering was going towards ministry and, and reaching to the community. And I love that we're back in after 18 months. So praise God. Let's give Jesus another clap for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So good. We love this city. We love the Sunshine Coast. It's just wonderful. I was going for a jog yesterday and I was running past Calandra High and I remember the first time we, as I was running, just remembering the first time we actually actually got to get into that school. Because back in the day we were, um, when I was the youth pastor uh, many years ago, uh, it, we couldn't get in to do breakfast. I mean, they weren't, they weren't, wouldn't let us in. And, uh, and, and we just served and served and served with our team at the time until we were able to get in and they said, yes, you can do it. And it would have been more than a year of asking uh, to get there. But, but I, I never, ever take for granted the fact that we get to be there, that we get to serve a community. And I don't wanna harp on on this. I just want us to celebrate the fact that, you know, we're not just gonna settle back. We, we're not those types of people we're going we're gonna to go back out again and we're going to reach people for Jesus and we're going to serve people in our community because that is the heart of transforming cities for Jesus Christ. That's what we're here to do. And uh, I, I really love that. And I, 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 want, I just want to encourage us, be praying for that too throughout the week as well. Hey, we're launching a new series today called Kings and Priests. And um, the big thing about this over this month of September is that we, we really want to encourage everyone and remind everybody of who we are in Christ. What is our identity in Jesus Christ? What is our, our stance in Jesus Christ? And uh, I love the fact that we are all called to a confidence of an identity of being kings and priests of the Most High God. How many know that we've been welcomed in through our acceptance of Jesus Christ? We are welcomed into a new life and a new covenant with Jesus Christ. It is a powerful covenant. It's a victorious covenant. And we have so much access to all of God's blessings and promises. But there's also an authority that we get to stand in spiritually of being kings and priests under Jesus Christ and His authority. Who believes that today? 
And my prayer over this month of September, in the, in the times that we live in, in the season that we're in and what go, what's going on in the state of our world right now, that we as people of God will remember who we are. We'll remember the authority that we have in Jesus Christ, that we are, we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. We are overcomers in Jesus Christ. We are actually kings and priests under His authority. And I want us to be able to believe that and know that in our lives. You know, today after this message, we're actually gonna open up the front and we're gonna pray for people this morning. We're gonna lay hands on people today. And uh, if you need a miracle for your body, you need healing, you need a breakthrough in your life in any way, I want you to come after this service. And I want you to prepare your heart right now to say, you know what, I do need prayer. I'm gonna come out and, and maybe you just need a fresh touch from God. Maybe you need uh, someone to stand with you in your faith today. And if that's the case, then come. We wanna stand together and we wanna see God move in this service today. And let's dive into the Word. Revelations 5, 9 to 10. It'll be on the screen and it says this. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. How many of you that's a promise? That's a promise. When it says we are kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Yes, that is speaking of the return of Christ and eternity after the return of Christ. That's what it's speaking of. But it's not only speaking of that in our eternity, but it's speaking of who we are today. What we're meant to identify with and stand in spiritually in our lives today, that it's not just, oh, when Jesus comes back, then I'll be a king and priest. No, you're a king and priest now. If you know Jesus and you've given your life to Jesus, His Spirit has filled your life. You are a king and priest now, today. And we can live and abide in that authority and that confidence in our lives. So what is the authority of being a king? What's the authority of being kings under Christ's authority? See, the first thing that, that we need to be reminded of today is actually what we've been set free of. What makes us a king is what we've been set free from, what we've been liberated from in our lives. See, the truth is, is that Jesus was our atonement. He was the one that shed His blood that we could be redeemed and set free and freed from the enslavement of sin. See, sin enslaves. Jesus speaks of that in John, in the Gospel of John, that, 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 that sin enslaves our lives, but Jesus come to set us free to be free indeed in our lives. And sometimes we, you know, when, before you know Christ, you don't even know what sin is. You don't even know it exists. You don't even know anything about it. But it's kind of like the fact that, that it's almost like this shroud of not understanding that it's actually there. But when we come to know Christ, when we give our lives to Jesus, we come to the understanding that, oh, I was enslaved to sin. Now I've been made alive in Jesus Christ. And I have been freed from the sin that held my life bound, that tried to hold me down. And what does this redemption mean? It means that, that we are no longer because of Christ subject to the judgment that as Jason spoke about this morning, that comes to sin. 
Okay, we are, there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. As it says in Romans 8, 1-2, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you. Everyone say freed you. Freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. You've been made free. See, the truth of this and what it's trying to teach us is this, is we're no longer slaves to sin. Sin has no authority over your life anymore. You now have authority over sin through Jesus Christ. Come on, yeah, you can give Jesus a clap for that. It doesn't hold you. It doesn't bind you. It doesn't hold you down because one of the great keys of being a king is the fact that you can overcome, is the fact that you can conquer in your lives. And what we are here to conquer is not people, it's sin. Conquering sin in our lives because everyone deals with temptation in their lives. Before we knew Christ and yes, even after we know Jesus, you will still deal with the temptations of sin. But here's the deal, when we know Christ, we're filled with the Holy Spirit and power. And in that power, we have the power to overcome the temptation in our lives, to overcome those things that would once we had no control over, now we have control over through the power of what Jesus has done. And see, we can begin to stand in this authority to know this in our lives that, hey, I can walk in confidence as a king. I can conquer the sin. It's been conquered in my life and I, I will continue to overcome in my life. I'm on a journey of sanctification in the Holy Spirit. I'm on a journey of freedom. And what is this journey leading us towards? It's leading us to becoming more like Jesus. That's the whole point. Okay, sum up Christianity and the whole journey, it's a journey of becoming more like Jesus, becoming more like Christ. And see, that takes time. That's a journey for every single one of us because even as a Christian, we make mistakes. Even as a Christian, we will we'll, we'll, we'll mess up at times and we'll have to repent and come back to Christ and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And see, here's the deal with the beauty of God's forgiveness is that it's like, get up, dust yourself off, the Lord's forgiven you. He washes you clean by His blood. Get up and go again. Keep on moving. Don't let that condemnation pull you down. All right, that's the difference between condemnation and conviction. Conviction leads us back to Jesus. Condemnation repels us away from Him. Condemnation pulls us into guilt, shame, because that's what sin does. Shamefulness in our lives. And we pull back from God. We pull back from prayer. We pull back from our devotion to Jesus. But hey, the difference is the Spirit of the Lord leads us in conviction to run back again, knowing that, oh, you're a merciful God. Mercy triumphs over judgment. I can come at your feet and repent for the sin in my life. And I've been liberated from this sin. I've been justified by my faith in Christ and I'm on a journey of sanctification. So I'm saying, sorry, devil, you do not hold me with that sin. I'm free today. I'm free. And as a king, we can live and abide in that confidence in our lives that we are free from sin that can enslave our lives. And every day we can get stronger. Every day we can come back into the presence of God and know that, hey, I'm bigger than this problem. 
I'm bigger than the temptations that try and get up my life. I can just come into the presence of God and I can find strength in Him and know my identity that I'm a king under the authority of Christ. We can know that in our lives. Philippians 3.20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are citizens of heaven. We're citizens of heaven first and foremost in our lives. We're all citizens of Australia. I'm proud to be a citizen of Australia. I love our country. I do. But I know first and foremost in my life, I'm a citizen of heaven. A citizen of heaven. A citizen unto Jesus Christ. And that we can walk and abide and live in that confidence in our lives. See, as a citizen of heaven, you have access to blessings. Every spiritual blessing that is listed in Scripture for our lives. We have access to promises. Hey, one is the promise of healing. We, we can be healed by the power of Jesus Christ. His blood has been shed that we can be made whole in our physical bodies. And we can stand in that in our lives and know that as, as Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Not they maybe could recover. No, they will recover. We have that faith that believes that God can do it. He can move in our lives. And that is the faith that we can believe and know and live as citizens of heaven. So whenever we pray for sickness, we're praying to know that God, you can do this. Not, oh God, maybe if you're feeling like it, you know. No, no, I pray every time as if you can, as if you're going to heal this situation and move. See, there's the, there's the promise of deliverance and freedom from our past that He's healed us. Chains do not hold our lives anymore. Shackles don't hold our lives anymore. The, the, the devil often tries to remind you of your past, doesn't he? Often tries to let you know, oh, you can't do that because you did A, B and C. You did that in your past, so you can't do that for God in your future. And so that's a lie from the devil. And we need to be able to remind the enemy and remind the devil, no, no, I'm delivered. I'm set free. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can live in that confidence in my life and not be held back and kept in shame by the enemy. We're delivered. We're set free. We can be confident in our lives. There's the promise of provision. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. For my God in Philippians 4.19 shall supply all. Everyone say all all your needs and to the glory of Jesus Christ. He, he provides all of our needs in our lives. See, God's looking after us. We are His children. We're citizens of heaven. We're not left on our own. He's gonna take care of us in our lives. And I, I, I want you to understand right now, I'm trying to instill the confidence of who you are, of who we are in Christ. So we can remember that in our lives, that we're not called to be like a leaf in the breeze fluttering around and being tossed and thrown wherever it takes us. We're called to stand on the authority of who we are in Christ. And that authority is there for our family. That authority is there for your business if you're a business owner. That authority is there in, in ministry and life. That authority is there for our workplaces and every, every place that we have. Authority is not a bad thing when it's under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's a good thing. And we need to know that in our lives and abide in that in our lives and walk and live as citizens of heaven. We are His people. Here's the deal right now. Here's an example, all right? 
See, in your home right now, there may be, there may be moments when you've had to deal with sickness in your life, maybe sickness in your family. But I wanna let you know today, that's not okay. That's not okay. I know that the world says that's okay. I know the world might drum it out and media drums it out there that that's okay, you should just deal with that. But heaven says that's not okay. And we need to be the people that believe in our lives that I'm not gonna accept my kids getting sick every time they go to daycare. I'm not gonna accept my kids coming home and bringing germs home from, from, the, from school when they go. I'm not gonna accept that in my life. This is, this is God's house. Come on, this is your home. Jesus, you're Lord of this home. And I'm gonna pray the blood of Jesus over my children. And when they're going there, they're gonna bring life and they're gonna bring hope and they're gonna bring your presence into that environment. And God, they carry healing over their lives. Lord, I do not accept that. I declare they will be healed in Jesus' Name, protected in Jesus' Name. Come on, we gotta believe this stuff. This is what we're called to. This is what they're called to right now as a parent today. This is how we're called to live. Know your authority. Know the authority that you're called to have in your life. It's for, there for all of us to tap into. Maybe it's finances in your life. Maybe you've been trying to meet ends meet and it's like it's, the ends keep moving all the time. All right, in your life, we need to pray and believe God that Lord, I am not going to accept the lack in my life. I'm not gonna accept the, this being taken out all the time. Lord, I am standing on the authority that You are Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. Lord, I'm standing in, in Your will, in Your obedience. I'm giving, I'm standing the way You need me to. So today I stand on the authority of Jesus Christ and know that You will provide for my family. These debts will be paid. These bills will be paid. This thing will shift, this blockage will shift financially from my family and our lives in Jesus' Name. Come on, do you know your authority today? Do you know your authority today? Do we know who we are in Jesus Christ? See, we're called to know this in our lives that we are citizens of, excuse me, of heaven and not of this world. That we, we've, been, we've come into a new covenant in our lives. See, Old Testament, New Testament, you know, Testament was just a word that came up through the, the translations over all the years. But Testament actually originally just means covenant. Old covenant, new covenant. We are a part of a new covenant. And the Lord is looking to us to say, hey, will you believe this in your life? Will you believe my promises? Will you believe that you're a king and a priest of the Most High God? Will you believe that you carry authority? Will you believe that today? How I many you know we're, we're new covenant people? We live and abide and operate under a new covenant in Christ. And this is what we are called to today. The second is the authority of priests, our priestly authority. As well as making us kings, Jesus has made us priests. And He is the great high priest that in the old covenant, it was only the high priest that could actually enter into the Holy of Holies, the most holy place once a year to make atonement of sacrifice for the sins of the people. It was only once a year. And, and see Jesus once and for all time by His blood has made the ultimate sacrifice that we now through the great high priest get access into the presence of God at all times. See an old covenant person, they get this. Sometimes new covenant people, we forget this. We forget what we have. 
we forget the beauty and the grace of what we've been given. And it kind of becomes just blasé to us. It's like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, we get into the presence of God, it's great, it's awesome. We gotta understand that wasn't so in the Old Testament. That wasn't so in the Old Covenant. The truth of the matter is we were, none of us probably, unless you're Jewish, had any access to God whatsoever. But because of the New Covenant, we all get access. All of humanity through Jesus Christ gets access into the presence of God. And I love what it says here in Hebrews 10, 19 to 22. And so dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. What was it for? It was the blood of Jesus that gets us in. By His death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. Jesus gets access to the Father at all times. Here's the beauty of it. Because of Him, we get access to the Father at all times as well. We are priests. We are priests. We can come into the presence of God. And this is why, as it says in, in 1, 1 Peter 2.5, why we are priests, a royal priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. What are those spiritual sacrifices? That is prayer, worship, devotion. We get to come into the presence of God and minister into the presence of God to minister through our prayer, through our worship, through our acts of devotion, all that we bring to God, we get access spiritually into that place. This is powerful. This is divine. You and I, we get this in our lives. And we don't have to, we get to. We don't have to pray, we get to pray. We don't have to feel the presence of God around our lives. We get to feel the presence of God around our lives. In our prayer meeting this morning before we started, man, the presence of God was so strong and thick in this place. It was incredible. We just had to stop prayer for a bit just so that we could sit in the presence of God. People being reminded of what we get access to in our lives, that His presence is powerful in our lives and, and we get to offer up spiritual sacrifices unto God. And see, I wanna encourage us today that when we get to come into prayer in our lives, that is something that Jesus died for so that we can sense His presence in our own prayer lives. We worship and sense the presence of God around our lives as we gather together as a church. Jesus died for that. He died for that access. He died so that we could get that access to God's presence in our lives, to have direct prayers and not only that, to hear God for ourselves. We get to hear God through the Holy Spirit. We get to be filled with the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we are priests unto God through what Jesus has done for us. Let's take this a little further out of 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10. And Kate shared this this morning in our worship today. It says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvellous light, who once were not a people, but now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. How many know that's speaking who we are now? It's speaking to your identity, speaking to my identity. We're a holy nation, 
a royal priesthood. Another way of saying you're kings and priests. A royal king's priesthood. We, this is who we are in Christ. His own special people that we've been called out of darkness. This is what we were saying before. Out of the enslavement of sin into His marvellous light. We get to abide in that place of His promises, His freedom, His life. And this is what it says, because you've been given this great, great, great blessing, this great enrichment of God's presence in your life, because we've been given this, let's proclaim the praises. Proclaim the praises of Jesus and what He has done for our lives. We get to be priests that proclaim His praises. Priests that bring His goodness and proclaim the goodness of God everywhere we go. What does it mean to be a priest? Well, what it means in this life now, that in your home, you are a priest. You are a priest in your household. You're a priest in your home. And you carry the presence of God. When you come into your home, you carry God's presence to come and minister God's presence into your home. You're a priest in your workplace. When you go to work, it may be a toxic environment right now. It may, be, it may be a lot of pressure right now, a lot going on right now because of all sorts of situations and circumstances. But I wanna tell you today, you're a priest in that environment. You get to carry the presence of God. When you walk into that space, you're not subject to that environment, but you get to minister to that environment. You get to bring the presence of God and proclaim His praises. Proclaim His praises in that environment. Say, no matter what's going on, I'm bringing God's presence into this space right now. Hey, we're called to know our authority, to know who we are in Christ. And part of that is today, you're going into your school environment and there's all sorts of things going on there. And man, being a student today is huge. Dealing with social media, dealing with all sorts of demands and pressures today. I never knew that when I was growing up in school. I never had the, the pressures of social media. I never had, you know, I know that Generation Z right now, the most technologically endowed generation in all of history right now. They're the information generation, but that creates pressure. That creates things that they've got to deal with around their lives. And that's why we need to pray over our teenagers and pray over our young adults and young people and what they deal with every single day. But I wanna tell you today that you don't have to succumb to that pressure. If you're in that environment, you're a priest in that environment. You're a priest, you get to go into that space and minister the presence of God into that environment. How are we going today? Are you understanding this today? Are you receiving this today? If you're online today, I hope you're receiving this today. It's my heart as your pastor today is that we understand this, is that we know this in this current culture that we live in today. There's all sorts of un, you know, uncertainty in our culture. There's all sorts of fears in our culture right now, but we're not meant to abide by fear. We're meant to call and live on the, in the authority and confidence that Christ has called us to. That even though there could be unknown situations in our lives, we know our God. And we know He has an answer for our future. And we're gonna stand on that authority. We're gonna know that in our lives. See, we are, we are kings and priests. No matter where you are, no matter where you work, in your home, you might have unsaved people of your family members in your home right now, but you're a priest in that environment right now to bring God's presence around their lives. A 
presence that they do not know, but they can, they can sense God's presence through your life, in your workplace, in your local gym, your local cafe, your neighbourhood, around our lives, in the life of our church and community together, we get to minister God's presence into others' lives. To be reminded if someone's, someone's down and dealing with issues in their lives and even as a Christian, that we get to be a fellow brother and sister and help pick them up. We get to help pick them up and minister to them and say, hey, someone's standing with you. I'm praying for you. I'm standing with you today to believe God. I, I, let's, let's take our steps to Jesus together. Hey, we are kings and priests in this life. We're citizens of heaven. And my prayer for all of us is that we would begin to say, Lord, what is that next step today that I need to take in my life to believe this again? Maybe some of us today, maybe we've forgotten that in our lives. Maybe you're online today. Maybe you've forgotten who you are. Maybe we've forgotten who we actually are. We need to remember it again today. Said, this is who I am in Christ. I'm not subject to the elements. Jesus has won the victory and I can live in this authority. I can live in this space in my life. My family is free. My finances are breaking through. My body is healed in Jesus' Name. My children's bodies are healed in Jesus' Name. I'm seeing breakthrough in my family. There's restoration for my family. That discord and brokenness that's been in my family is gonna get healed. Devil, you're not having a fuel day on my family anymore. It's gonna get resolved. It's gonna get restored. There's gonna be healing, reconciliation, wholeness. We're not gonna be divided. We're gonna be brought together again because that's what heaven promises us. This is who we're called to be. We've given our lives to Jesus. We're called to this life. It's not out of pridefulness and entitlement. It's out of confidence. There's a humility to say, oh, I don't deserve any of this. But because of You, Jesus, I'm confident and I'm gonna honour You by living in it. I'm gonna live it out. Do you know we worship God by living out our confidence? That's how we worship God. Worship God every day by waking up in the morning. Thank You, Jesus, for this day. Thank You that I get to stand in Your authority. I get to stand in confidence today. I get to stand and, and sickness has no place in this home. Lord, I can stand and win today. Lord, I can win in my business. I can win in my family. I can win in my marriage today. Why? Because Jesus, You are Lord today and You're Lord of my life and this home. And I get to be a citizen of heaven today, not of this world. Not of this world. We can be out of this world in our belief system in our lives. Live that confidence every day. Oh, that's my prayer. That's my prayer for this series. It's my prayer that we believe this every day. Wake up and say, God, I'm confident today. No matter what's going on in my circumstances, I believe You, Jesus. Amen. Why don't we close our eyes this morning? If you're with us online today, just, just stay with me in this moment now. I wanna ask if there's anyone here today that doesn't know Jesus. Maybe you've never said a prayer to accept Jesus into your life. This is a very important part of our service today. And uh, I wanna let you know that God is real. Even though you may not see Him with your eyes, He's very, very real. We believe this here at Empower Church. He created the heavens and the earth. Jesus did exist. He did come, He did die at a Roman cross and He did rise from the dead. Our faith is hinged on Him and that He rose from the dead. And today, you can know God. 
You can have a relationship with God and that relationship can begin today through Jesus Christ. He is the way, He is the truth and He is the life. And if you wanna know Him today and you wanna know this life, maybe you want what I preached about today. Hey, oh wow, I'd love to live that life. I'd love to know that life. Well, it's accessible for you. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have done the 10 steps. It's not about that. You come as you are. Jesus takes you as you are. He accepts you and He fills you with His Spirit and His life. And you can know a life with God and start a journey with Jesus today. It's a journey. And so if that's you today and you wanna know Jesus today, I want you to raise your hand. As eyes are closed across this auditorium, lift your hand up high. If you wanna know Jesus today, you wanna say yes to Him. Maybe it's for the first time in your life. You wanna say yes to Jesus. I wanna give you an opportunity for that right now. Maybe you need to make a recommitment to Jesus today, a reconnection to Christ today. Just lift up your hand. Maybe you've stepped back from God today and you know you need to come back to Jesus again and recommit your life to Him. I want you to raise your hand today to say as an acknowledgement of faith, say, Jesus, I'm coming back to You. I'm coming back to You. That's You today. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Now for anyone online today and for, for those of us all here today, I'm gonna pray this prayer together. And I'd love for you to repeat these words after me in the prayer of salvation. Lord Jesus, I ask You to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and my past. I accept You today as my Saviour and my Lord from this day forward. I am born again into Your Kingdom and Your family. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Hey, can we put our hands together and honour all those people that said yes to Jesus today, here and online as well. That is wonderful today. What I wanna do right now is just let you know today that our Connect Team, we've actually got resources that we'd love to get to you. If you did pray that prayer for the first time, please do not go home without connecting with us today. Our Connect Team are in the foyer just outside. We've got a station there and we've got resources. We've got a free Bible we'd love to get you. We've got a resource pack about what it means to start a journey with Jesus. Also this afternoon at 4 p.m. here at the church, we have Alpha. Alpha James Allen, who led us in our giving moment in Tide this morning. He leads that this afternoon. Afternoon. And uh, and we would love to invite you. And if you are online, you can actually connect. Uh, just go to the link on the screen right now or in the chat and connect on that and fill that online connect card. We would love to get these resources to you. Invite you to be a part of Alpha as well. And uh, what a great decision today. If you made that for the first time, can we just thank everyone again? Let's just put our hands together. Thank them all again online today as well. So good. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to open up the altar and we're going to pray for people this morning. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to release our online uh, today. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, we'd love to see you for uh, Father's Day next week. And uh, we're praying for you and believing you have a great week this week. So bless you so much and have a great week.